Welcome to Weddings Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you build a productive, profitable wedding or event business. Here's your host, Angela Profit. Hi, y'all. It's Angela Profit, your event and productivity therapist, coming to you from the heart of Music City in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Weddings Unveiled, professional tips and secrets on wedding planning and event design, where we take you behind the scenes of our past experiences in the event industry, what we have learned from them, and how they have made us stronger. This podcast will help you grow a productive and profitable business to launch you into success within the hospitality industry. Today, I'm joined by the best communications and event consultant in the business, Allison Burry. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Angela. I'm so excited to share some of our past experiences together. We've definitely been through some unique situations over the years. What are we discussing today? Today, we are talking about making sure that the vendors that are hired, especially the photographer, is the right fit for the actual client. And this particular mother of the bride really, really loved pictures. And she loved posed pictures like that you get in a studio. And the photographers always ask every couple uh, what pictures they want with who before the wedding, just so they have a list and can call out names and get those really important ones that they want with Aunt Betty and Uncle Louie before the ceremony or before the reception starts and everything gets crazy. But when this mom submitted her list, it was a good five pages long of specific pictures that she wanted with guests and friends and all at the church. And we were very limited for time. So from the start, the photographers were very vocal about how nervous that they were at being able to get all those pictures taken and that we pretty much had to have the whole congregation stay in the church after the service so they could call out names and get pictures taken. So it was kind of a nightmare and just wait, her expectations were not really what the reality of what is provided for wedding pictures. And so when we sent the list over to the photographer the day before the wedding and they were reading it, I remember the photographer texted me and one of the pictures on the list was get a professional headshot of her son for his LinkedIn oh, yeah. page. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'll never forget that. And so, I mean, I, I was really speechless. I didn't know what to say. And um, so at, we're at rehearsal, which the mother of the bride was running terribly late for. And apparently she's always late, like really late. And so, the, and the bride is very prompt and very type A. And so that upset her and we were trying to calm her down. And then I look up and there's the photographers and they just unannounced showed up at rehearsal, which they thought would be a good thing to talk through with the mother just to set her expectations to where they're going to do the best they can. But, and while they are completely comfortable doing post pictures, which by the way, is a traditional photographer, not so much a photojournalistic photographer, because they just want to capture the story, which is definitely not a bunch of post pictures. And so while they were comfortable with that, they did not want to set themselves up for failure. However, at rehearsal, it was not the appropriate time to talk to the mother about that. 
And definitely because it was putting the bride even more behind, which caused another argument. So even at rehearsal, it was a little bit shaky. And then on the wedding day, they did the best that they could. And I think that they did a pretty good job at getting everything. Um, But the stressor for us on the wedding day was not at all the headshots or the shot list. For us, they uh, were going to exchange letters. And again, the bride was very type A and the groom was the furthest thing from being type A, which opposites attract and they were really good for each other because she kept them on schedule and he kept her calm and spontaneous. And so she, of course, gives us her letter to him the night before, everything was planned out. It had a cute envelope and it was just perfect. And then when we asked him for his letter the day before, which we like to get everything the day before for this very reason, what I'm about to say is um, he's like, oh, I'll just give it to you at the hotel tomorrow. Well, we weren't planning on hanging out at the hotel because we have other things to do, but one of us ran by there to get it. And he said, oh, I'll just bring it to the church. And so we knew he hadn't written a letter yet. And obviously he wanted more time and we weren't going to sit there and babysit him. And so um, apparently he did write it at the hotel and then he got on the bus and then tells Allison that he forgot the the letter. Um, So then he writes another one and then he forgets that one. And he thinks he left it on the bus. Um, So we were mainly behind with pictures anyway. And so we were able to have him write a third letter. Um, But it was just, it was crazy that this groom was so all over the place. And finally, we got her her letter, which she kept asking for, because on the timeline, it clearly stated a time. And we told her since we were running behind with pictures, which she knew that because she had the timeline, we were kind of covering for him. And it was the worst, too, because not only did he forget the letter so many times, but they were running so late to even get to the church. So we were planning on literally, like, taking them off of the bus, and they were going to walk off the bus, across the sidewalk, into the church, and down the aisle. Like, they had no time to spare, and so it was, we started really late that that day. The other thing over at the reception, things were calm, and things were good, and this reception was actually at a beautiful country club with a PGA, like, golf course tour, and the camera operator really wanted to fly the drone, And it was getting a little bit dark outside, and I think he was having a little bit, like, a hard time seeing. And we actually had a conversation about it, and I told him I didn't think it was a good idea to fly the drone because it was a little bit dark, um, and there were no lights out there on the back of the golf course. Um, And typically, I'm a risk taker, but I just, for some reason, I didn't think it was a good idea. So fast forward an hour later, he comes in. It's almost like your kid coming in to tell you, like, Mommy, I didn't listen to you. I need your help. And um, so the drone got stuck in a huge tree on the golf course. It totally crashed. And when he comes in and tells me, I'm like, oh, no problem. Like, I have a professional tree climber's phone number in my phone. 
And the cool thing was that the guy actually came right away. I texted him. It's like 10 o'clock on a Friday night or a Saturday night. And um, we had actually done a wedding together. It had probably been two or three years, my gosh, at a private home. And we had to hire him to climb these huge ass trees to like hang these string lights. And um, the camera operator just couldn't believe that I had a professional tree climbing company in my phone and the guy actually came. And so he climbed the tree with his big gloves and his helmet and got the drone down and we watched the footage. It was actually pretty funny. And uh, so that made a good story for the end of the night. Um, so I will say that relationships really matter. I mean, that guy actually remembered us from the previous years. And then I asked him how much I owed him. I was just going to pay him. And he's like, oh, if I can just have a couple beers, I'm good to go. So that was a really interesting time. Yeah, that was a very fun wedding. Luckily, they were a fun couple and they, the two of them were really easygoing. So nothing really phased them or upset them when we were running too late at the ceremony, but it was all really fun. But Angela, what would you say your biggest takeaway was from everything that happened that day? I would say the biggest takeaway is just doing a really, really good job on educating clients on the photo list. I know that photos were important to the bride, um, and it's really not the day of the mother of the bride. And so for her to give that photo list with so many pictures – I think a limit needs to be given in the future, and it completely killed the moment of the story and the creativity, which I really think could have been avoided. The other takeaway is when bride and grooms do these letters, I think I'm going to stop the groom in the future to make sure that he gives it to me the night before, because I would rather us be responsible for those types of things rather than him stressing and running around in the background. It just makes for a crazy time. Great. Well, Angela, can you share with our listeners some of the different products and resources you have available to help wedding and event planners? Absolutely. You can visit the blog on the website and there's lots of great articles and resources available there which it's AngelaProfit.com. You can sign up for tips and resources and be part of our email list. We'll send you all kinds of juicy details. We do webinars and live events, so watch social media for more about that. Awesome. Well, Angela, thank you so much for sharing your valuable advice with us today. I can't wait for next week to tell more of our incredible experiences together. And thank you, Allison, so much for joining me. And thank you so much to our listeners for joining us today on Weddings Unveiled, professional tips and secrets on wedding planning and event design. Tune in next week to learn more from our past experiences. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with other wedding and event professionals. Be sure to subscribe today so you never, ever miss the juicy details of Weddings Unveiled. I'm so passionate about helping other event professionals, and with my background in psychology, I appreciate that our best selves develop from real-life situations. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for more tips on how to grow your business. And if you have a question or an unresolved issue that you want guidance on, connect with us on AngelaProfit.com. For more valuable resources, again, visit the website. And until next time, remember to stay productive and profitable. You've been listening to Weddings Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time for more insights to help you build a productive, profitable wedding or event business. For more great resources, head over to AngelaProfit.com.